Oh man, that's the sound. Peeps, what's happening? Welcome to another podcast. This is Chronicles of a Plumber and bringing the bass. Here it goes. Kick drum galore. 2019. Peeps, what's going on? Check out my new sweater. Not too shabby, huh? It's a Puma. Hey, let the music cut out. What is crack a lacking? Thank you for being here. If you don't already know, my name is Kenny Molotov. I'm a plumbing YouTuber, professional magician, and a musician. Go down in the description below. You can find all the things that I do there and all my all my endeavors and my passions and stuff like that. Let's pop over to the internet. If you go on to anchor.fm forward slash Kenny hyphen Molotov, you can find me there. Uh, that is my podcasting uh, link on Anchor, but Anchor distributes it to all the podcasting platforms, which include Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher. You can find me on any of those. You could go there and download me from those links right there don't be shy go for it and thank you for being here i know i already said it but happy new year how was your holiday kenny molotov coming back in with a fresh cut just like this i had a mop head just a couple of days ago you should have seen it um man man there's a lot to go through a lot to talk to you guys about but overall just to let you guys know my holiday was nice. We had family. We hung out. We uh, had a lot of dinners. Um, my sister's in town from Montreal with my nephew, so he's he's a whole load of um, you know effort and time and you know energy. And it's always lovely to have him. Uh, it's always lovely to play games. And you know your life becomes play, and you realize that the only reason we've ever learned from children is because people would play with us, and that's how we used to learn. And there's something magical about that, right? Because to this very same day, regardless of how old you are, you still know how to play, and you probably, when you're around kids, you probably play just like you used to play when you were a kid. So I don't know. It's a magical thing that sort of happens when you have little little kids around you, little, little like, Three or four year olds, and my my nephew's turning three very soon in February, uh, and my sister's expecting. Knock on wood. Hope all goes well. She's expecting her second in the exact same. No, just before, just before his birthday. So, um, fingers crossed there that all goes well. And um, yeah, man, that's basically been it. We've been trying to keep up with the plumbing side of everything. As uh, you guys know, I'm a plumbing YouTuber. This is a plumbing podcast. We're gonna be talking about a bunch of things that are coming up, going to happen, uh, and some things that I've done in the past and stuff like that. But let me know in the comments below. Let me know how you guys had your holiday, whether you were celebrating Christmas or not, um, what you guys did. I ended up getting a few new things. I ended up buying a few things. Oh, the last podcast, I think I was telling you guys that I bought my dad a pair of Nipex pliers. And they went over really well, actually. I was really worried he was going to lose his mind on me because dad usually hates getting gifts. But there's something about tools and handing him tools where he's like totally cool. At least that's the what the data is currently showing. I'm sure there's a way to step over the boundary. But thus far, he's he's loved them and he has them in the truck. And I used my Nipex pliers just the other day. I was torquing some... Um, 
finished Chrome. Kyle Fogel, appreciate the uh, the suggestion. I did end up grabbing it. I did end up using it, and it works wicked because there's so many bloody adjustments on these things. If you can't find the adjustment in an inch and three quarters, I don't know if you need the wrench altogether. They are fantastic. Um but a lot of things are happening, and if I sound a little bit out of it, it's because I am. It's 8 o'clock in the evening on Saturday. Normally at this point, I'm shutting everything down, and I'm you know contemplating going to bed. Uh, but I've been pushing myself really hard today to try to get a few things out. First and foremost, I ended up uh, doing another vlog so that it's coming out as of tomorrow. Today, by the way, is January 5th. So tomorrow, January 6th, Sunday at 8 p.m. is going to be the first upload of 2019 on the podcast, uh, on the um Kenny Molotov YouTube channel. So check it out right here. We're sitting at 2,200 subscribers, 2,202 to be exact. And we have a video coming out tomorrow. The last video that I did was a Q&A, which is something we're going to look at a little bit later in this podcast. We're going to go through the teaser that I put up on Instagram. If you don't have me on Instagram, peeps, it's Molotov underscore plumbing. Definitely check that out because you get to see what I do on a day-to-day basis. And this entire podcast is based around um, what I did during the week on Instagram. So that's something to keep in mind. You might be able to get a little bit more enjoyment out of this sort of stuff. If you go onto YouTube, you can find this as well. This is Chronicles of a Plumber on YouTube, sitting at 19 subscribers. We were there for like, we are at 18 for a few weeks, so things are moving. Um, but you could also find all the podcasts there as well, okay? So that's something to keep in mind. We're going to jump over into Instagram right now, but there is something I got to tell you guys. Let me adjust this a little bit. What I got to tell you guys is that as of, Monday, Kenny Molotov is back in plumbing school for in a, the duration of eight weeks. So it's been a little bit hectic because dad and I have been working on this one restaurant for a few weeks and I've, I've taken you through the, um, I, I guess the progression of it over the past month and a half, I think. And um, we're still there. We're doing the finishing stages right now. But what we're really worried, like I'm, I'm particularly nervous about going back to school this time because dad is significantly more busy than he normally has been in the past few years of my apprenticeship. And I think that's because people have realized that we're able to take on more work now because I'm an actual factor in the company. I can actually produce work. And whatever I don't make up in speed, I make up in time, if you know what I'm saying. I ain't the fastest plumber out there by any means, but I'll stay late to get things done sort of thing. So I think because of that, People have noticed that, you know, it's two guys that are able to do it and they've just been calling and calling and calling. It's a blessing, not a complaint whatsoever, but I'm really nervous now because dad is all on his own for the next eight weeks. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully we have a couple of guys he can call up if he really needs some help. But for the most part, we don't have any other plumbers that we do have on call you know what I'm saying so I'm a little bit nervous for dad and uh, we were trying to push these projects that we were trying to finish this week and the week before that to try to get as far as possible into it I'm going to show you some things right now about it Um, but I'm officially back in school for eight weeks so I'm a little bit nervous just in the sense that yes I'm a little bit concerned about dad but also at the same time 
I know how much work there's going to be involved in, in plumbing school. It's a significant amount of studying. It's a significant amount of mental strain. And I just hope I'm up for the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm pretty darn exhausted. I'm ready for bed right now, though. So this isn't a good gauge of what the heck Monday and the rest of the eight weeks are going to be like. But I'm also really excited to get it done. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to be done with plumbing school. It's my third installment. It's advanced plumbing. And once I finish this and I finish the hours, I have a few hours left, I will be able to challenge the CFQ, which is the national exam for plumbing. And once you challenge that and pass that, you are licensed, and then you can start hiring uh, apprentices, etc. So, I mean, we are so close. I remember signing up five years ago, and I don't think I ever told you the story, but five years ago, it's, five, it's between five and six years ago. Five years ago, I signed up in like something crazy, like in April, no, no, in May or June, in, in like that's the month June June or July it was really 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 late in the in the year and and not really late I guess that's mid year and what ends up happening is a couple of weeks later I get a phone call from the school I'm going to going hey uh you're you're good to come into school as of September and I was like September's in two weeks he's like yeah 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 that's cool man you're 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 good to go there are spots available i go okay um so what is it night courses he goes no bro it's monday to friday night eight to four i go eight to four dude i just started working i'm not ready to go to school so i skipped that entire year of going to school i didn't do my basic uh plumbing at that point i went the following year um so that's how my apprenticeship start apprenticeship started off. Uh, it, it was just like right away they wanted to send me, and I was like, "Bro, I, I just bought steel toes. I don't think I'm ready to go to school whatsoever." Um, but it is a lot of work in the sense that you're always doing drawings. You're always you're doing a lot of studying, like. The Thursday cram before Friday test. Every Friday, the way the way it's designed is every Friday you have an exam or a test. So they're still giving you notes as of Thursday. And these past few times I went, I was really hammering out the studying on Thursday. But what I really should have been doing is allotting Wednesday for that as well to alleviate some of the pain that Thursday can bring, if you know what I'm saying. Because sometimes they'd give us like five or six pages of brand new notes as of Thursday, like, yo, that's on the test, get ready sort of thing. So that's something I'm hoping to implement this year. Uh, I talked to a few guys that go to plumbing school, or that went to plumbing school that I used to go to school with, and uh, they were saying that there might not be shop this year, and also there might not be much of a math uh a math subject, like there will be some formulaic stuff, but math might not be an actual thing. So I don't know if the curriculum is going to change at all from when they went, which is just before Christmas to me, but we're going to find out. So it should be really interesting. And I also have a bunch of vlogs that I had um, shot, not edited, but I, I shot them so that I can actually bring out vlogs for you guys. But I still don't have a response from everybody. Do you guys want me to document the eight weeks of plumbing school. Um, I sort of was planning on it and combining the vlogs all together, 
But I'm not sure. Let me know in the comments below what you guys think because that would be something interesting to know. If you guys don't care for them, I could just go ahead and, and do the vlogs the way they were intended, the way they were shot, in other words. But anyways, that's enough aside. Really excited to get this done. It's time to become licensed and try to get in there. Um, a couple of things I'm planning to do for this here podcast. The first thing is I'm going to do a year in review of 2018. So at some point, I'm going to scroll through the entire Instagram, just go through a, f a few fun stories that we went through. But I also have a few things that I want to show you, which have I've been doing over the past couple of weeks so that you guys can get a feel of what the heck's been going on um, and where we are in the last final stages on getting the coffee shop done or sorry the restaurant done so here is the first one that i'm going to show you this is the q a i don't think i've shown this video on a podcast i'm pretty sure i haven't here it is if if i did show it to you on a podcast before just you know skip forward it's a one minute long and then we'll talk about it briefly okay here we go Peeps, Kenny Molotov here at home. I'm about to do another Q&A, so let's get into some delicious questions and some even better answers. Let's go. I'm a plumber as well, and I do a lot of roofing. Have you ever done much roofing as a plumber? Do you do on-call work? What would be the best time to start applying for apprenticeships? Is it bad to have a little break? And how important is having a driver's license? And in the near future, I would like to run my own business. Is there any tips slash suggestions on how to first start up and how to get your company name out in the field? For you. Top five tools you believe an apprentice plumber should have. Two, for your father, what are the top five attributes he is looking for as a master plumber from his apprentice? Why did you choose service rather than new construction? If you're a plumber, does it matter if you get your gas two license? Who runs service when those jobs are going on? How do you make sure the slope is the correct ratio when laying new horizontal pipe? And I'll see you guys very soon. Quick teaser, right? So that we got a bunch of questions there, and actually those weren't the entire installment of all the questions. A few guys ended up asking two or three add-on questions, uh, which is totally cool when it comes to a QA. and I got no problem with that, uh, but I just want to let you guys know that, that that's an extensive uh, Q&A. I think it's like 20, almost 20 minutes. How long is it? It is 19 minutes and one second. So it's a long Q&A, but really good. A lot of really great information, um, especially the last one, which was talking about slope, which goes hand in hand with the last day in the life of a plumber video that I did, which was sizing horizontal drainage pipes. We were doing the coffee shop in that video. And in the coffee shop, I was talking about a specific issue that we ran into in regards to the engineer's drawing and what we were planning to lay out, which was three inch pipe, but they were talking for about four inch. And we had to do a little bit of calculating to find out whether it is that we need to upsize to four inch at that point in time, or do we do it later down? later down the line basically so that's something to keep in mind if you haven't checked that out check that out definitely that was the q a we did this week or i did that two weeks ago i took a little bit of time off okay but in between that time dad and i ended up being called out to this one job site and this job site was doing a bathtub now 
Bathtubs are normally, they, they're an extensive fixture to put in. This one felt a little bit longer than we expected um, because the initial stages were really, really fast, actually. And then there came a point where there was like this dip in energy, this dip in uh, ability to do things fast. And all of a sudden, we're like looking at the clock going, man, I thought we were going to be home by now. It took about eight hours for Dad and I to get this to get this darn bathtub done, but we ended up getting it done, which was good. Um, let me show you what we had to do. This bad boy was the space that we were first of all putting it in. It initially was a metal bathtub, which are pretty low, and the bad boy that, that we were bringing in was a new fiberglass one, which was ginormous in comparison to the one that was before. Now, you see this piece of uh, 2x4 that's going across here. This 2x4 is normally put in when you're putting in the metal ones. The metal ones require something to level it off on the end that's on the wall. So the furthest end that you are looking at it as you walk in through the door. Um, so that's why that's there. We had to actually remove that guy in order to get the fiberglass one in because it's an, an entirely different um, sort of, I guess, dynamic or installation of this of the bathtub so if you continue going on dad got this fancy new uh level that we put across and leveling it is what i think takes the most time usually uh, making sure that this bathtub is level and it's super crucial because if you don't have a level bathtub first of all if all all four sides aren't on the floor you're gonna have creaking that's going on and also if you don't have the appropriate level uh, the water won't drain towards the train, which is the most important thing that it does. So dad and I get in there. We started with the, uh, oh, the best part about this, by the way, was that it was in a home. So the difference is, is that uh, we're on the main level here and just underneath you have the basement. So the perfect thing about this situation is when people don't have finished basements, their ceiling is entirely open. So what you're able to do is go from underneath and connect the drain, which is a hell of a lot easier than doing it from above which means that you got to deduce the drain completely differently and it's not so free to be able to connect things so dad ended up going downstairs and connecting everything while I was standing upstairs uh, doing the shower control valve so this is what how the shower control valve ended up going I had to divert it a little bit and then bring it over here what I spent the most time doing was mounting this silly little shower control valve onto the piece of wood and making sure it's the appropriate depth. Uh, the way this house was, it must have been something like 80 or 90 years old. So when we opened up the wall, we came to notice that they had a bunch of pieces of wood that were going across the way they used to frame houses before. Uh, so it was, it was a, a little bit more demolition involved. And also they had this thick, thick insulation so you're trying to find the depth appropriately and everything like that. It took way longer, and I, I'm attributing it, attributing it to the fact that it was an old house. However, it could just be that I suck, and I still need to work on it. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's something I'm definitely going to get better at, but it took me a while to get to. Um, and then this is us filling up the bathtub and draining it to make sure that it was A-OK, -okay, which is another blessing as well in this sort of home because we can go downstairs and literally just look up and see if water's coming down or not. When you're working in a building, for example, there is a section of time where you're sort of sitting back wondering if the tenant below is going to come up and knock on the door and go, hey, look, I have water coming down from uh, the ceiling above my bathtub. What's going on? Um, 
like you're still able to get back there and double check it uh, with a mirror. You're able to do that, but you really don't know what's going on down below every once in a while when you start dealing with these drains, especially in condos. What you're going to notice is, is sometimes as you're removing the old drain, you might, I don't know, accidentally kick it or push it too hard and it might dislodge somewhere else down the line, further down from where you can reach. So that's always something a little bit nerve wracking and something we're always a little bit concerned of. But like I said, this was a blessing in that sense. We didn't have anything to worry about there. Let's keep going. I want to show you guys something really interesting that happened this week. I ended up getting, um, work is, is an app. Okay. Here's something I got to tell you. I was recently reached out to by work is and work is, is essentially an app for service companies. And this app helps you do a lot of things. It helps you do things like, um, create invoices, have direct communication with the, uh, employees of your company. Um, it helps you do some of the, uh, accounting stuff. It, it, it's got a long list of things that it ends up doing for you in just one app, right? So they reached out to me because uh, service work is exactly what they're up to, right? Like they that's who the app is catered towards. And they ended up putting me inside one of their articles this week talking about uh, YouTube marketing. Um, so it's really interesting. Uh, I'll leave it down in the link below. Check, check the description if you want to read into that a little bit more um, because it's a really interesting article and it talks about how to sort of get your foot started in YouTube if that's the way you want to directed or di you know end up going so that happened which was a little bit exciting and work is and i might be doing some work a little bit later together we have to see i'm, I'm gonna sign up for the work is app and see how it is and how i like it and the sort of things that i that i can do with it and that way we can figure out if we can collaborate the way we we're talking about um let's keep going because later on what we ended up doing is going back to that um restaurant that i was telling you guys about so there are two sinks in the restaurant, two vanities, I should say, that we installed. One is for the kitchen side, and the other one is on the opposite side inside the handicap washroom. Now, let me show you the initial rough-in, if I can find it for you guys. Let me see. I think I'm showing vents in this one, and no, 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 this is a, uh, a mop sink, a mop sink. So, what I ended up doing was a bunch of different, yeah, boy, right here. Okay, in this video, you're going to see uh, that the cement is done. But as we come up right here, you are actually looking. Do I go back up again? Let's see if I take a look again. Yeah, okay. So if you're looking right here, this is the actual rough-in for the vanity that you were just looking at. So as you can see here, I have a double Y and the one Y is going into the opposite room, which is the, the handicap washroom. And then you have one side of the Y coming towards us. And then you've got two primers that are copper wires or copper tubing that I should say, uh, that are one going the opposite way, one coming towards us. Okay. So that's the initial rough in everything you're seeing around it are vents. Okay. So this is considered a back to back vanity. So I'm showing you what the next phase is. So as you saw in that, we had, um, the back to back Y, right? What we end up doing is putting up plywood on the front of that. 
and also plywood on the back of that because we're going to be doing wall hunks vanities right here. So first things first, what I needed to do was uh, put some valves on these two PEX pipes. I also had to move everything out of the way in order to access this space. So once I put the two valves, you see two R19 valves, which are PEX valves. You just crimp these bad boys. What I then had to do was take this mount. The mount comes with the vanity that you purchase from your supplier. So once you get it there, the mount will have a, a set of instruction that, that will tell you for the model of the sink that you have, how many inches below you actually have to mount this mount in order to get the accurate height that you're aiming for. So we're aiming anywhere between 34 to 36 inches. 34 inches is usually the lowest I think a handicap vanity will go. Now, here's the thing. This here is the kitchen vanity, so it's not as crucial for the height, so you're not really worried, but the way I do it is that if I'm doing two of them, I'm going to do them so that they're code for the handicap height. That, that's just the way I do it because... Um, it's easier. I have the same number in my head that I'm aiming for. We're good to go, basically. So first things first is you got to mount this guy up onto the wall, which has plywood on the other side of it. That way, when you screw this thing in, it's not going to pop out. You don't have to put plugs. It goes straight into the wood, which is the way we did it. I asked the drywaller to make sure that there was plywood on the other side. I even gave him the drywall, I mean the plywood, and I even offered to do it for him. And he was like, no, no, just go, just go, go do your plumbing. So we ended up mounting this guy. You got to make sure he's level first of all. Uh, now that you have the valves there, the next thing you have to do is pop this sink on. Now, as you can see below, what you're going to notice is that you have a laundry faucet here. We do the laundry faucet because it has a primer connection. The primer, as you, I've probably told you a million times, goes into a floor drain so that it lifts the level of the floor drain in order to not lose its floor drain seal or, or trap seal. Um, and what you're looking at here is a fixture outlet pipe, also known as a PO plug. Here's the sink, it's, uh, the faucet in and of itself. It is now officially on the mount that you saw earlier. And what you have to do after that is take two more screws and screw them into these two holes that are just underneath, just underneath this so that it it actually holds onto the back of this wall right here. And the next phase is, is you got to connect the trap. So we have a system 15 trap right here, which goes straight into the roughing that you saw earlier and you're good to go. Just make sure that you connect the primer. Now, normally what we also do is put a little bit of caulking on the back of this, which provides a little bit more support in order to make sure that there's no wobbling or whatnot, or water doesn't get back there and start contaminating the drywall back there and making it look all gnarly and stuff so that's what we typically do but I don't do that until I test the drain in and of itself because I got to make sure that the drain works um, if it doesn't work I got to remove this bad boil together and that's going to be an entirely different mess there's no reason to do the um, the caulking before that because then you're going to have to remove the caulking and that's a little bit extra of, of a process so that's one I did I did one on the other side, but I didn't show a picture because I wanted to show this bad boy right here. I was telling you guys about the inspector that we met who's been in plumbing his whole life and his sons are in plumbing. This is the bad boy that he was recommending for us on the opposite side of the restaurant. This is a Zern 1022. This is a floor drain primer. Now, 
What's going on here, first and foremost, is Dad is soldering two connectors on both sides of this bad boy. And the reason why Dad's doing that is because you need you need water to flow through this in order for the water to start going into the primer in and of itself. So here's what's happening. Dad's going to put two connections, one on the left, one on the right. He's going to solder them. But before he does that, he has to remove the lid. So if you look at this picture, you're going to notice that there's smoke coming up from the lid. That's because Dad opened this entire thing. If you don't open it and remove its contents, you're going to notice that it's going to smell like melting plastic because there's plastic inside there and also some rubber. So you got to remove these bad boys first, make sure everything else is brass, and then you got to start soldering. So the way this thing works, or the way it was explained to me by this uh, inspector is... Inside, you're going to have a little bit of a spring, and you have this little rubber piece. And this rubber piece and the spring are reacting to the water flow that's going through the Zern 1022. So when water starts going through the faucet, once it's turned on, it will open up and it'll drip a little bit of water into this central section right here. And as it's dripping, gravity will make it flow all the way down and all the way down into the floor drain. So Dan and I have never used this before. Here's something you got to know. We went with what the inspector was telling us to do. We've never used it, but what I'm showing you here is once it's soldered, I then tape and dope a MIP, that's a PEX connection. I thread that bad boy on the inside. So you see the central piece. This is where it's going to start dripping through, and that's what's going to be feeding the primer. I really don't know how well this thing's going to work. I'm really hoping that we're installing it correctly and whatnot. The inspector was saying the higher up you can put it, the better it is or whatnot. I don't know enough. We're going to find out uh, the hard way through trial and error, unfortunately. But here's how it looks. So you have the cold water line coming into it. You got to make sure there's only one direction of flow. If you look on the actual mold of the Zern 1020, 1022, it's going to have an arrow pointing in the direction that water's supposed to go. You got to follow that arrow, in other words, okay? So you have water coming in, it's flowing through it, and as it's flowing through, water's going to be dripping down into this thing. And this tubing that you see right here is a PEX tube. I put this PEX tube um, all the way into this PEX tube, goes into white tubing, which is what we put into the floor drain and you clamp it down making sure that it doesn't dislodge or whatnot and we're hoping everything goes okay okay so this is what it looks like at the end i mounted it to the wall so that it wasn't moving uh, it's a really pretty unit a little bit uh they're they're you know they're a sturdy decent thing I just got to make sure it works now that's that's basically the game plan and last but not least I got my hands on some steel wool peeps. I know, I know. Kenny, what are you messing about with steel wool? Fine grain steel wool. Well, peeps, I got to be honest. Every time I go look at, on Instagram and I see that beautiful, shiny copper pipe, a part of Kenny Molotov goes, bro, I got to try that, bro, because it looks so gorgeous, so pretty. So, the steel wool is essentially designed to shine these pipes up real nice. Um, and that's the game plan right here. What you're looking at over here 
is a PEX pipe that's coming into a piece of copper. So what this PEX pipe is supposed to do is supply water so that um, it goes into, I think it's an oven. Oh man, honestly, I don't even know what the, uh, what the fixture it was, but it's supposed to go into this area, into a space that's going to be really warm. So when the inspector saw this and he saw the PEX running, he goes, okay, look, you have to transition as fast as possible. You have to transition as quickly as possible to copper because PEX cannot handle um, the heat that this area is going to be working. Because PEX will essentially melt if we leave it too close to this area. It's in the kitchen and you have all this overhanging heat stuff and lots of gases in there. So he goes right away, you got to transition. So when we were initially putting it in, we were going to move the PEX a little bit further down. And we were talking to the heating uh, guy. And he told us right away, no, you got to be 18 inches from the hood of um, of all of these, uh, what, what were they? They were like wok, um, you know, those wok burners. It's like a, a burner in and of its all by itself. And like you got the big wok. Nonetheless, I said wok a hundred times. But so this is what I did. I took a piece of long copper. Uh, and we mounted a couple of hangers on it. I'm going to show you what the hangers look like, okay? And then what I ended up doing was I had to then solder a valve. And then right after the valve, I put in a backflow preventer, which is a check valve, okay? So water only flows in the direction to the left. It will not flow backwards. Every time you have some sort of copper connection that goes into any machine which includes a refrigerator or which includes, uh, I think this one was some sort of oven, you have to have a check valve there because we don't want contaminants to start coming back into it or back into the city or whatnot. So that's why you have the backflow preventer over there. And as we continue on, you can take a look. You see two hangers that we hung on the stainless steel back here, okay? And you see all these yellow wires. Those are all gas, okay? So it continues on, and this is the 90 that it makes into the actual unit. And then it comes up, and it goes 90 in. It has a union there so that you can undo the union and take everything out if you wanted to, okay? So... I really spent a lot of time on this one because I really wanted to make it nice and shiny and nice and pretty. And they come out really gorgeous, eh? I'm a big fan of shining these copper pipes. Dad does not care for it whatsoever. He thinks it's a huge waste of time, <laughs> which I guess to a businessman it is. But for me, nah, bro. So what I want to do briefly is uh, sum up 2018, go through a couple of interesting things, just see what we come up with, basically. Just just take a quick look at the things we did just in the year 2018. Lay it to rest so that the rest of 2019 can, uh, can be fruitful, I guess, or whatever. So, the last, the very first picture I could find of 2018 was this, February 12, 2018. Let me close this bad boy. Let me just double check. This guy is December 29, 2017. So the very first thing that I posted was a video called Plumbing Systems. Let me take a look over here and see where exactly we had Plumbing Systems put up. Okay, so 
sanitary storm and combined plumbing system. So this was 10 months ago that I put this bad boy up, okay? So let's keep going. A couple of things that I did. These were two urinals. Uh, I remember these two urinals. You put these pretty brass traps. Um, yeah, man. At this point, I was at 1,500 subs. And now we're at 2,200. So 700 subs. It goes a bit slow, but it's not too bad, right? Q&A number six, we had a bunch of questions and answers. Um, we did some cement. I remember this. This was a urinal that we ended up eliminating. And then I had to do some cement work for it. Um, the running trap was the next one. So it should be right next to it, right? Where is it? I don't know. Oh, no, no. The running trap's all the way up here. Okay. So that's the next video that we ended up posting. And this, guys, I got called in on a Sunday to do this stupid drain outside. People were doing some waterproofing, and they found this drain, this storm drain outside, and it was clogged. And if you look over here, you'll notice that there are tampons, actually, that came out of this drain. So that might have been a, an issue that was going into the house. We did some uh, a bunch of shower control valves. Man, sometimes it feels like life is just a bunch of shower control valves. You know what I'm saying? That's a plumbing issue right there. Um, lots of drain work, as you can see. Uh, what did, I got my first 100 likes for the first time in 2018. Um, that was something new for me, and I think that was my one of my oldest videos, actually. This guy right here, what is this? Oh, guys, look at this aerator. Bro, this aerator was disgusting. Um, <laughs> what happened to your water pressure? Um, this happened to your water pressure. Nothing can get through this bloody filter, man. Uh, this aerator was hilarious to find. I love the texture of this mesh that they used to put in these buildings. So they used to plaster over this mesh and it would really be a strong bond between the two um but you can cut yourself real bad you need to have a pair of snips to get this bad boy done up nice we were working with galvanized pipe in this one um galvanized pipe by the way is a zinc coating around uh black steel at one point in history uh canada and um I think America as well. Yeah, I've seen I've seen galvanized in America, and I, I galvanized is still it's still a material you can buy to this day. It's just galvanized isn't used typically in plumbing systems anymore. Maybe in heating because of how long it takes to install. It's much faster to install copper, for example, or especially when you have really fast pro press stuff. By the way. When I come out of school, I'm going to give ProPress a real, real strong look. You know what I'm saying? I'm planning on potentially getting us a couple of ProPresses. Um, so at some point in history, people, uh, countries ended up switching over to copper because copper was being manufactured for ammunition at one point in history. So we were working with galvanized here, and we were transitioning into copper, as you can see in the shower control valve. Uh, what else do we have here? Okay, we were doing some leak detections. Um, so we ended up using this uh, this blue consistent or thing 
which essentially makes the water blue. So if the water comes out blue, uh, we'll know that it's coming from the top floor. Or no, we'll, we'll know that it's coming from the main floor rather than the top floor. So just to figure out from where it's coming from. More shower control valves, but this is actually a remodeling plate. As you can see, we roto-zip this shape out of it, uh, which is a template. They give us a template to what to cut. And then you end up putting this bad boy in. Comes out pretty nice, eh? It's a cute little thing. Shiny with chrome. Um, yeah, this was a big day, man. We were we were dealing with a bunch of serious stuff, breaking some cement. So this is a shower control valve that's done completely in PEX. And if we look earlier down here, this shower control valve is the same one, but done in copper. Uh, but the one above in PEX, man, that, that came out like this. It was so fast to install. It took me literally 15 minutes. Um, maybe not that fast. You still got to mount everything and whatnot. Uh, a bird pooped on the plumbing sign. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, what else? Are you too old to become a plumber? This got a lot of views on YouTube, by the way. I'm really happy about this video. And then condo, condominium versus house bathtub installation. That's another video I did. Here are, oh man, these vanities came out real pretty. Look how nice this is. Oh man, oh man. Let me tell you, this was a really nice installation. This is a... Uh, float, what do you call it? It's a standalone um, bathtub. They're called something else, I think. Uh, and this this faucet that comes with it is like a couple of grand, literally. Like this was a really nice installation. This house was huge. We, we installed a bunch of things. So these two vanities, these two faucets had to be connected. Then you had this standalone um, soaking bath, I think they're called. And this... Uh, um, what do you call this faucet? And then you had both the vanity and the toilet downstairs. And there were a couple of other things, but that was a long one. A bunch of fixtures. I think this was this video that that's right here is the one of me installing all these fixtures over here. So a couple of things happened this year in 2018. Uh, I, I had a snake break on me and it got lost down the drain. I, that happened more than once this in 2018, which was always not a good thing. Um, we did a wall hung vanity here. Really pretty stuff, but you got to put that plywood like I was telling you guys earlier um, in that other picture. Really, really nice. We also did the bathtub on this one as well. Um, did some more uh, pipe work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did some, did some more pipe work. What was to the right of this? I can't remember what was on the right here. I don't know why this has a Y there. I can't remember, but this is a really pretty installation. I really like this installation. I'm a big fan of working with. Uh, I've worked a lot with plastics these past few months so i feel really comfortable with plastic piping abs pvc whatever bring it my way man how much money do plumbers earn that's another video this bad boy right here i don't know if i remember what dad was teaching me but this is a massive backflow preventer um really really awesome mechanics to it really pretty and i remember just being so excited when dad opened it up going what this is how it works oh that's how this works condo drain 
Um, this is some really high-end finishing as well. Take a look. These these are some really high-end fixtures. Really, really pretty stuff. Man, it's been a it's been a hell of a year. I brought Chronicles of a Plumber back this year in 2018. I keep saying this year. In 2018, I brought Chronicles of a Plumber back. Uh, Tape and Dope is... uh, That was Dope and Putty, actually. Dope and Putty are crucial. Um, Urinals. We did many, many urinals this year. Uh, More videos. This was a big one. Oh, this was... What is it? Was that one inch? These were one-inch fittings. We had to do a bunch of one-inch pipe. Every time you solder one inch, it's a lengthy process because you got to make sure that those fittings actually heat up real nice. Um, and this here, what I'm about to show you is one of my favorite pictures of 2018. Uh, this here is a backflow preventer. Really, really pretty though. Um, I And I soldered this bad boy up. Man, sorry guys, I'm being really nostalgic right now. <laughs> I, I just really miss these things for some reason. Chronicles of a Plumber really picked up in 2018, uh, meaning me producing them, not not in regards to subscribers. A ton of insulation, man. There's so much insulation going on uh, with Dad and I. More bathtubs, uh, more showers. What else? Uh, I did this again. We Did we come back a, a second time for something? What happened this time? Oh, yes. This is the new one that came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new one. This is the new backflow preventer that came in, the one I was talking about just a second ago. Uh, we worked with Transite Pipe this this in 2018. A couple of times we worked with it, um, which really prompted me to go out and find out more about asbestos and how to deal with it Um well so that anybody working under us and even dad and i can just protect ourselves basically and this is the difference in wall thickness between asbestos cement and cast iron pipe it's a significant difference in wall thickness both of these are considered really quiet pipes because of their wall thicknesses but there's something to be said about the thickness of asbestos cement um yeah the triple threat we had power washing we had snaking, and we also had a drain camera inspection. Oh, man, we were trying so hard to figure out what the heck was wrong with this uh, storm drain, but nothing, nothing. We just It, it was just a brick wall down there. Uh, the Venn family, Happy New Year, Vens, if you're listening. Uh, this is Lindsay Venn wearing my Sigma plumbing shirt that I had sent her from the, I think, 2017. I did the uh, T-shirt giveaway contest. We did a few of these hot water tanks. Really, really. We ended up coming back and putting a, um, whatchamacallit, it's called a expansion tank to this hot water tank because it was discharging uh, water from its pressure relief valve, which was because they had backflow preventers, but the backflow preventers didn't have uh, pressure relief. Uh, sorry. Uh, expansion tanks. Normally, you're supposed to install them while installing the backflow preventers. For some reason, it never happened. More remodeling plates. Oh, man, dude. Dude, there's nothing worse than breaking a mowing cartridge inside a mowing faucet. 
Holy crap. That is probably the worst day ever when that happens because it's going to take you like 40 minutes to get that thing out. You got to break it piece by piece. Worst thing ever. Um, We did some bidets, but bidets are really rare for us. We don't have a big bidet culture here, I find. But who knows? Maybe there's a part of town where the bidets are, are the thing. Some cast iron pipe. This is how cast iron looks when it starts cracking. It gets all mangled and stuff like that and starts leaking on you. More high-end finishing right here. It's been a year, man. It's been a full year. And this is a backflow preventer we installed a couple of years ago, but we came back to do some backflow testing. But what's really interesting is we installed this the following year. We come to do the test again, and um, the owner of the complex turns to us. He goes, you know, inspector came in once just to look at it. And we're like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes downstairs. He comes back up. He says, I would just want you guys to know this is one of the better installations I've ever seen. That's what he said about the work. And one thing that I I had to throw out there when dad was telling me the story or the guy was telling us this story, I turned to dad right away and I went, you know, I installed that one, right? And everybody started laughing. I was like, bro, give credit where credit's due. I don't know what the hell you're laughing about. You know what I'm saying? Did I miss this? What is this? Okay. That's a bunch of studs. Oh, oh, see, see, here's another shower control valve with PEX connections. That's the way to go, peeps. It's real fast. Crimp, crimp, boy. And then here, guys, I installed my first urinal all by myself in 2018. This is the very first urinal that I took from front to end. I did the roughing for it, everything. So this was a remodel, and we had to run a line down. See, this is the one-inch line that comes into the urinal. Uh, and that is the valve afterwards, man. And I'm really proud about that. It was my first urinal this year, or 2018. We did some insulating. Oh, we, we worked on some, we even worked on some pumps. Dad and I don't work on pumps very often. Hot water tanks. There's baby Pascali already growing up. More drains, man. Lots and lots and lots of drains. Who else? Let's keep going. Oh, we did more urinals. That's me installing a second urinal in the same complex. Uh, and right up there is the uh, clean out where you can clean the urinal. This here is the drain camera inspection for that storm drain I was telling you guys about just now. How it was a brick wall and we just couldn't fix it. We ended up having to run storm drains, new ones for this client. Uh, hot and cold, this is a very small installation that we did for um, a, a family. They wanted to run a kitchen sink and, and I did a back vent up here for the kitchen sink that ran up and into the the above right here above flood level rim this is the guy this was my fit probably my favorite job of 2018 because we were working on the scissor lift and i barely ever get on a scissor lift for work so there was this uh it was basically a industrial just a plant and it was completely empty and we had to run these new storm drains for the customer and we ran whew, it took us a good week to get this job done, eh? It was like three or four days of lots of work, lots of hangers, lots of storm drains. Um, 
I love the way it turned out, though. I was super happy with the way it turned out. This is how we mounted them vertically. We ended up putting riser clamps just like so and clamping them down nice and tight. Uh, then I had to do a bunch of toilets for them as well, actually. Um, I got a lot of footage from this place. And this is us doing the storm drains, as we were telling you guys. This is the hangers, the teardrop hangers that we had to put up to put all these pipes in. Lots of fun, but you're going slow on the scissor lift because of how high you are. Or at least I am, because I'm not the best with heights. Not the worst, but not the best. And here's a bunch of insulation I was doing at the same time. Now, for the same storm drains, I had to buy, I had to actually rent this bit in order to get the four-inch cast iron to come outside. Um, so I had to drill this bad boy hole. I had to drill two of these, actually. I had to go here, and I had to go on the other side. And then, oh, man, so many toilet gaskets that were mash-up. So all these toilet gaskets were all broken, and you have to put repair kits on them. Uh, more videos. We're already at 1,800 subs here. Uh, these old toilets here, man. This I see this toilet around still. It's got to be 30, 35 years plus. Yeah, so these are really, really old toilets. And this is the new one that we ended up installing. Uh, just a typical American standard one. Um, <laughs> I got into a fight with this basket strainer, this commercial basket strainer. Boy, they are not easy to take out when they're old. They seize up, and you just got to find any tool that can just mangle them the way this guy looks. Oh, man, this was a rough day. This took me 45 minutes to get out, and I remember posting it, and right away somebody messaged me going, bro, I think it was Plumber Saul. I think Saul went, bro. I hate it when I have to do that. So it's really nice to know other people have to deal with stupid crap like that. Um, this is a faucet. And this is, okay, I had to take off the sink. And I put a brand new Waltec faucet on it with handles or levers. And then I did another urinal all by myself. Isn't that fancy? Um Ask me questions, another Q&A. Oh, peeps, this is what I was talking about. This is what a mowing faucet looks like when you kind of beat it up out of it. HD underscore 10X. Damn those pause attempts, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. He knows, man. He showed me that he got this tool in some sort of kit that takes these guys out real easy, actually. And I got to find where that tool's from. Um, so remember, I had to bore that hole. And this is what it looked like. And then you have to insulate it on the way out. And also, we, we ended up putting tracer wire around it so that in the wintertime, it won't freeze. It'll, it'll still be warm as water's coming out. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it manifests this, this winter. We'll see what's going on. More bathtubs. More bathtubs. Lots and lots of bathtubs. Um, keep going. Keep going. Look at this old ass toilet, man. Look at this guy. And oh, man, it's the shelf above it that was a nightmare to get it in, man. Honestly, uh, I did this um, corner unit. This is going to be a kitchen sink afterwards. Installed that bad boy right there. It did a long run, a long run across the house. Uh, this is the peck stuff that we ended up doing. Came out real nice. Real nice. 
Uh, more toilet flanges that are mangled. Man, I, I can't stand these things. How come it's not working? What's going on? Why are you lagging, bro? Yeah, bro. All right, here's a repair kit. Boom. That's the way it looks, son. That's the way. Did some cast iron. Look at that. That's the clean out on the cast iron pipe. Uh, what is this guy? What am I showing here? Not an excited caption, but this dishwasher hose with a hole costs uh, some hella damage. Oh. Oh. Dude, I don't even remember this. Oh, this guy had a hole. Uh, all right, all right. That's something to know. Look, see? These old toilets are still around, bro. I'm telling you, you got to get rid of these. I had to do a repair kit on this, man. Repair kits are not fun. I think that's my least enjoyed job, the repair kits. Quick little vanity installation here. Man, when you start looking back, you realize how much stuff you actually ended up doing. Wow. Yeah, these are riser valves. These, see, what we're looking at here is fairly recent. Look at this hairline crack in this brass trap, man. This thing was leaking like crazy. Look at this old-ass vanity. And then look at the beast we put in, man. This was not easy to get in. This was another one. Plumbing vlog. What are we doing here? Doing a bunch of valves. Oh, I think we're doing a kitchen sink, actually. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Look at this. Here are the two valves. So this is hot. And the line to the right is for the dishwasher. And then you have your cold line on the right and then you have your brass coming through yeah boy this was a condo takes a long time to do these ones uh more snaking more snaking we're we're doing whatever we can man anything we get our hands on we'll do it uh another bathtub this bathtub i did all by myself all by myself and you know what i was happy with the way it came out came out pretty nice um, you remember that kitchen sink I, I told you that I did? Uh, I just showed you a little a couple of minutes ago. Let me show you that. This is the finishing to that, by the way. This was this one right here. That's what this is right here. This connection right here is this finishing right here. Let me show you. Look how nice that comes out. So you put a, a 90 on the right. You bring it into a TY that comes down into the trap. And the trap goes right into the bad boy right there, which is another TY. Three by three by inch and a half TY. That's not bad. Came out real nice. The Venn family started sending me a bunch of stuff, boy. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Ascertaining leaks. Started more uh, teaser videos, more drains, oh, yeah, more vanities. This vanity came out nice too. This I didn't do this too too long ago. Oh, and these pictures now are from the coffee shop. This is the official job site where you had to wear um, you had to wear hard hats and all this jazz. Some of my favorite vents are here, dude. This was a great job. I had a great time with this. Look how nice this came out. This was before the days of um, shining pipe with steel wool. This would have came out even nicer, eh? Um, 
More bathtubs, man. Bathtubs galore. More bathtubs. I didn't install anything here, but I just want to show you guys the cracks that were around it. Um, what are these called? Lanyards? No, this is called a uh, uh, carbiner. And I'm, I made this joke that I'm becoming my father. Now I got a carbiner becoming my father. This guy, ABS, glued these two gaskets together. We did some, what is that, two-inch? Yeah, I think it's two-inch, two-inch risers. Oh, man. Brings me back. Brings me back. Oh. Peeps. It's been a hell of a year, 2018. I really hope that 2019 is just as fruitful uh, with all you guys around and with all the videos coming out. And I hope, you know what? I hope we just continue progressing as plumbers, as YouTubers, as musicians, and everything else that you guys are a part of. I just hope we continue on the path where with whatever comes our way, whether it's good times, whether it's bad times, whether it's sunshine, whether it's storms. That's what I hope for 2019. That's what I wish. And that's the damn game plan, if you know what I'm saying. So, peeps, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, comment below, and I'll see you guys very soon. Kenny Molotov, guys. Peace, baby.